Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Tuesday, December 26th. Today we'll be discussing Biden's directed strikes in Iraq against Kataib Hezbollah after three U.S. military members were wounded and how a right-wing nationalist student group is shaping India's political landscape. Plus, we'll be looking at the 2024 politics on the front burner in an election year and the latest on imprisoned Russian politician Alexei Navalny, who has been located in a penal colony near the Arctic Circle. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Politics Station. Please enjoy today's selection of political news. In recent news, the U.S. military has carried out airstrikes on three facilities used by the Iraq-based Kataib Hezbollah and affiliated groups. This was in response to an attack that injured three U.S. troops, leaving one in critical condition. Abby, our Middle East correspondent, is with us to shed more light on the situation. Abby, can you tell us more about these airstrikes? Yes, Michael. The airstrikes were ordered by President Joe Biden and were targeted at three locations used by Khatib Hezbollah and affiliated groups. These locations were specifically involved in unmanned aerial drone activities. The strikes were carried out at 8.45 p.m. ET, and according to the U.S. Central Command, they likely resulted in the death of a number of Kib Hezbollah militants. Importantly, there are no indications that any civilian lives were affected. What can you tell us about Khatib Hezbollah? What is their objective? Khatib Hezbollah is a Shia militant group that is considered a high threat to U.S. personnel in both Iraq and Syria. According to the U.S. Director of National Intelligence, the group's objective is to expel U.S. and coalition forces from Iraq and establish an Iranian-aligned government there. They also operate in Syria. And what led to the decision to carry out these airstrikes? Was there a specific incident that triggered this response? Yes, the decision to carry out these airstrikes was in direct response to an attack on the Erbil Air Base on Monday morning. This attack, which was claimed by Kataib Hezbollah, injured three U.S. troops and left one in a critical condition. The group used a one-way attack drone to target the U.S. forces. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin briefed the president on the situation and several options were presented. President Biden ordered the strikes during that call. How has the U.S. government justified these airstrikes? Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has described the U.S. airstrikes as necessary and proportionate. They were carried out in response to the Erbil attack and other attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria. The U.S. government sees these actions as a justified response to the ongoing threat posed by Kataib Hezbollah and affiliated groups. This is certainly a developing situation. We'll continue to monitor it closely. Thanks for the insights, Abby. Now let's delve into the influence of the Akhil Bharatiya Vidyarthi Parishad, or ABVP, a student organization in India with strong ties to the ruling Bharatiya Janata Party, or BJP. Abby, our expert on Indian politics, is here to help us understand the implications of this. Abby, can you give us a brief overview of the ABVP? Certainly, Michael. The ABVP is the student wing of the Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh, a far-right Hindu nationalist organization that is also the ideological backbone of the BJP. With over 5 million members, it's considered the world's largest student organization. Many political elites within the BJP, including Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Home Minister Amit Shah, have strong links to the ABVP. So it's clear that the ABVP has a significant influence on Indian politics. Can you tell us more about how this influence manifests? Absolutely. The ABVP has a strong presence on university campuses across India, and it's been a launching pad for many political careers within the BJP and RSS. 
the organization claims its main purpose is to promote traditional Indian culture and philosophy among young people, but critics argue that its right-wing ideology is increasingly becoming the basis of national policy. Interesting. So the ABVP's influence extends beyond politics into academia. Can you elaborate on that? Yes. The ABVP's impact on academia is significant and contentious. Critics argue that the organization is a polarizing force in academia. There have been instances of high-profile academics being targeted by ABVP student protesters, often leading to their resignation. The organization's activities have reportedly become more audacious since the BJP came to power in 2014. That's concerning. What about the ABVP's influence on national policy? How does that play out? The ABVP's influence is also felt in national policy. Critics argue that the worldview instilled by the ABVP into its alumni politicians is increasingly reflected in the central government's policies. This includes objectives such as a uniform civil code, a pro-Israel foreign policy stance, and implementation of the Citizenship Amendment Act, which provides a fast track to Indian citizenship for non-Muslim refugees from Afghanistan, Bangladesh, and Pakistan. So it's clear that the ABVP's influence is far-reaching. What are the potential implications of this? The implications are significant, Michael. Critics argue that the ABVP's influence is leading to a shift in India's education policy, with a move away from scientific thinking towards superstitions and religious rituals. There's also concern about the organization's impact on India's secular nature, with its goal of turning India into a Hindu nationalist state. That's a lot to take in. Thanks for your insights, Abby. It's clear that the ABVP's influence in India is a complex and contentious issue. Now, as we look ahead, Indian politics in 2023 was marked by dynamic shifts and far-reaching changes. The year 2024 promises to be equally, if not more, eventful. Let's bring in Abby, our correspondent for Current, to discuss the potential developments in India's political landscape. Abby, what are the key issues that could shape India's politics in the coming year? Well, Michael, there are several issues to watch out for. First, we have competitive welfareism. As the Lok Sabha elections approach, we can expect to see political parties making a slew of promises to voters, ranging from freebies and cash transfers to various guarantees. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has already signaled a shift to the left of center in his welfare push. What about the cultural nationalism project of the BJP and Sangh? How might that influence the political narrative? Cultural nationalism will indeed play a significant role in shaping the political narrative. The BJP and Sangh have already achieved two of their major ideological projects, the abrogation of Article 370 and the construction of the Ram Temple in Ayodhya. The next steps could include the implementation of a uniform civil code and the resolution of pending temple mosque disputes. The idea of one nation, one election has been floated around. How is that progressing? The government is indeed working towards synchronizing elections for the Lok Sabha and all state assemblies. The Ramnath Kovan Committee is expected to come up with its recommendations on simultaneous elections next year. However, the opposition sees this as a disruptive idea, so it remains to be seen how this will unfold. What about the economic aspect? Are there any major reforms on the horizon? If Modi returns for a third term, he might attempt a fresh set of radical economic reforms. However, reforms in sectors like agriculture, land, labor, and electricity can be contentious and require the support of state governments, which could be challenging in a fractured polity. Finally, what about the issue of caste politics? How might that play out in the coming year? Caste politics will continue to be a significant factor. Both the Congress and the BJP are aware that caste census can be a sensitive political issue. 
the Congress believes that the plank of caste and social justice can counter the BJP's Hindutva push. However, the BJP has been careful in handling this issue, with the Prime Minister stating that he considers the poor, youth, women, and farmers as the biggest castes. Well, it seems like 2024 will be a year of significant political developments in India. Thanks for the insights, Abby. Shifting our focus to Russia, associates of Alexei Navalny, the imprisoned Russian opposition leader, have reported that he has been located at a prison colony above the Arctic Circle. This comes after nearly three weeks of lost contact. Abby, our expert on Russian politics, is here to provide some context. Abby, could you explain the significance of this development? Certainly, Michael. This is a significant development in the ongoing saga of Alexei Navalny, who has been a thorn in the side of Russian President Vladimir Putin for years. Navalny's relocation to a prison colony above the Arctic Circle is a clear indication of the lengths the Russian government is willing to go to isolate him. Can you give us some background on Navalny's case and why he's such a prominent figure in Russian politics? Absolutely. Alexei Navalny is a lawyer and anti-corruption activist who has been a vocal critic of Putin's government. He has repeatedly exposed corruption within the Russian government, which has earned him a significant following. However, his activities have also made him a target. He's currently serving a 19-year sentence on charges of extremism, a sentence widely seen as politically motivated. And what about the conditions in this prison colony above the Arctic Circle? What can we expect Navalny to face there? The conditions in these remote prison colonies are notoriously harsh. They're designed to break the spirit of the inmates through isolation and hard labor. The fact that Navalny has been moved there is a clear message from the Russian government. They're trying to silence him and break his resolve. It's a chilling scenario. What impact might this have on the opposition movement in Russia? Could it potentially galvanize Navalny's supporters? There's certainly a possibility that this could galvanize Navalny's supporters. However, the Russian government has been cracking down hard on opposition movements, so it's also possible that this move could have a chilling effect. It's a high-stakes situation, and it's hard to predict exactly how it will play out. Indeed, it's a complex and evolving situation. Thanks for shedding light on this, Abby. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio. We'll see you back here tomorrow.